Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. I'm Ken Chester, and let's get started. To join the conversation, be it to ask a question, share an opinion, or even suggest an idea for future discussion, call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline, that number, 872-222-9793, or you can email the show, talk at techmobility.show, and that's talk at techmobility.show. Also, I'm inviting you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm producing a number of video shorts that I post about each week, on different topics discussed here on the program. And I want to reach a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. <laughs> and I need your help. That's www.youtube.com backslash at the tech mobility show. Thank you so much from the tech mobility news desk. Do you really want, do you really need another computer screen in your car? What you're seeing, and I'm sure you've seen the prototypes on TV, of the dashboard long and wide screens. In fact, the Mercedes-Benz, their new electric vehicles, have three screens that take up all of the dashboard from the driver's side all the way over the passenger side, including the center console. BMW has a different approach. And honestly, I like where they're going with this. I think it's going to be genius. Now... I will talk about in a later show their new what they call their new class next generation electric vehicle where BMW basically has chosen to go back to basics. Part of that is what they call the BMW panoramic vision display. And it uses head-up display technology to transform the windshield into a secondary display. Now before you think that we're talking about a windshield full of data let me clarify. You're still going to have your head-up display in front of you. But where the BMW comes in, and I think this is really cool, it's going to be a band at the bottom of the inside of the windshield with various information. Not quite a ticker tape, but your information is going to be there. Number one, it improves visibility because now you're not looking down at something, you're looking out. So much like the head-up display, that information will be available to you in your line of sight and while creating a secondary display. It does not move it to the dash and you will still have the ability to have a optional dashboard mounted display, but it's not going to have all that information on it. It will have less. And I think where they're going is going to be an awesome deal. Because when it comes to in-car digital displays, BMW thinks that more isn't necessarily better. And they want to steer folks towards a less distracting digital experience in its future electric vehicles. According to Stephen Durach, BMW's senior, BMW Group Senior Vice President for Connected Company Development, he said, your car is your last private space. Sitting in front of a wall of screens is not a nice customer experience. So BMW is ditching its dashboard riding slabs of curved glass for a less intrusive driver experience in its new class platform EVs that arrive mid-decade. They took a look at what Mercedes was doing, and they immediately saw the limitation of the bigger and bigger displays. Cadillac's doing it too. Everybody thinks that's the way to go. I remember when I first saw an application of a full dashboard screen, and it was actually... The Ford Motor Company 
20 years ago, about 23 years ago, in fact, where the display covered the entire dashboard from driver all the way over the passenger. And that was in 2000, 2001. Yeah, it was a bit much then, still a bit much now. While BMW's redefined user experience doesn't necessarily reduce the number of screens in the vehicle, it sandboxes content to individual displays to minimize driver distraction. Interaction is handled via steering wheel control and voice commands. We want to reduce the redundancy. And this is John Fryer said, he's the vice president of user experience for BMW. We don't want to have information in all places in parallel. We want to focus on the driver. And that's so BMW. And I have no problem with that, really. Because, I mean, I am torn with these larger and larger infotainment displays that are now the size of a small, um, uh, you know, digital screen, TV screen. I mean, they're getting to be that size. They're almost laptop size, turned on its side. I'm not sure that necessarily that's the best idea all the time. I would like a larger screen. Do I need it to be a foot to 14 inches long, though, and six to eight inches wide? Not necessarily. That is, might be a bit much. Or do I want to go the Mercedes route where I have screens upon screens? Or the Cadillac route where I have screen? No, thank you. I mean, I can be overwhelmed. And remember, people, all that screen time ain't one way. They're going to try to monetize that, meaning they're going to be in your face with some ads in the years to come. Going the BMW route, that's less of an issue. And I'm all for it. Current head-up displays project a small field of view. Expanding the field of view can create a more immersive experience and deliver critical driving information in the driver's natural line of sight, allowing them to keep their eyes on the road. BMW's new design showcases a head-up display technology that, like I said, transforms the windshield. It's Bosch supplied, and the display is tucked back far, like we said, and it projects the contents from its three screens across the lower section of the windscreen or the windshield. The ultra-wide display sits in the driver's line of sight, but is low enough not to obstruct the view of the road. The panoramic vision display uses what they call a high-contrast matrix backlight technology, and it's several times stronger than any display that's normally used in a car. The display will deliver driving information, navigation prompts, and incoming notifications, such as phone calls. Now, in pillar-to-pillar -pillar screen concepts, and we've talked about this, there's so much real estate that automakers feel compelled to fill it. We're trying to reduce the information, it's BMW talking, to really meaningful things and stay as focused as possible. As a result, vehicle speed is displayed as a number, with none of the graphics and animations that typically clutter the instrument cluster. Imagine that. Information you can use in a way that makes sense, that doesn't overwhelm the driver. I'm all for that. All for that. A third screen. I'm sorry, let me back up. That panoramic screen is a parallelogram shaped touchscreen within reach of the driver and front passenger. The centrally located OLED display is oriented to view infotainment, gaming, and navigation. A third screen. That optional 3D head-up display activated above the steering wheel is limited to navigation and assisted driving information. 
I'm all for all of that. Now, BMW started thinking about this about 10 years ago, and development of the windshield-based display concept officially began four years ago. And initially, there was skepticism and technological challenges, one that you might not have thought of at first, and it required the movement of where the air vents sit, requiring relocation of the HVAC and other components because you got to defrost the inside of the window, which typically requires vents at the bottom of the window blowing air on the window. Well, with the display, that ain't going to work. So they had to reimagine that. And it should be interesting to find out just how BMW accomplished that. I'm going to be curious to see. That should be interesting. And more importantly, when I'm thinking about that, does that affect the ability of like defrosting and air conditioning and everything? Because when you move one thing, something else happens. So the question is, do I lose anything by moving those vents around? We will see. Because they're expecting to put the new vehicles based on that new class foundation um in production middle part of this decade which means in about a couple of years this stuff's coming and it ought to be pretty cool in fact they're betting that the their minimalist concept will be the new normal kind of scandinavian actually because if you look at volvo or those you kind of go that way so it could be kind of cool and actually kind of modern they actually expect that the center console-based screens that require the drivers to look away from the road will soon be history because they don't think that the regulators will go for that. You're listening to The Tech Mobility Show. Are you tired of juggling multiple apps and platforms for meetings, webinars, and staying connected? Look no further than AONMeetings.com, the all-in-one browser-based platform that does it all. With AON Meetings, you can effortlessly communicate with clients, host virtual meetings and webinars, and stay in touch with family and friends, all in one place and for one price. Here's the best part. You can enjoy a 30-day free trial. It's time to simplify your life and boost your productivity. AONMeetings.com, where innovation meets connection. Get started today and revolutionize the way you communicate. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.